Welcome back to another edition of Foopology. I'm your host, Storm Jenkins, and we're on episode four, Down with the King. Happy New Year to everyone. So we'll recap the in-season tournament, the Christmas games, and then we'll talk about the East and West landscape as it stands um, right now. So let's get started with the poll questions from last time um, we had for the in-season tournament. What each team makes the semis? Um, 50% had the Bucks and Celtics, and then 50% had the Bucks and Pacers. So 50% of you guys were right, and then 50% were incorrect, um, including myself. Uh, I had the Bucks, but did not have uh, the Pacers, um, and I was definitely wrong with the uh, Celtics pick. They definitely... Um, didn't um seem to uh continue to make it like i thought and then the west on the west side um what teams make it to the semis 33 percent of you guys said the lakers and kings so the lakers part was right and then 67 percent of you said suns and kings so that one was a totally wrong so i did have the pelicans did not have the lakers um the suns you know lost a tough one to the lakers and then you know continue and then lakers continue to move on and and congratulations to the lakers for the in-season tournament inaugural um championship um Pacers, uh, congrats to them um, getting to the finals. Uh, Halliburton and the whole team really um, showed up and showed out on that big stage um, for a lot of people to kind of really see what the Pacers are all about and um, continue to raise their um, raise their profile um, for for the season as as they continue on. And then for the Christmas games, um, some some pretty exciting games. Although there were a lot um, of injuries with Embiid and Butler out in the um, Heat and Sixers game, um, definitely uh, the Suns did not quite show up for <laughs> for their nightcap against the Mavericks. Um, Luca continues to shine for that one, and then um, you know a really good uh, good win for the. Um, for the Celtics over the Lakers, um, you know, tough loss for the Warriors over the Nuggets. That was a close game. And then, you know, uh, to, to, to kick it all off, great, great, um, great showing for the Knicks over the Bucks um, for, for the first game. And so that was that was good and interesting. That usually is the centerpiece. But with the in-season tournament, it seems like, you know, um, the, the two teams that made it to the finals, they definitely kind of sputtered sputtered through it. Um, Pacers seems to have kind of rebounded, but then with the injury to Halliburton this past week against the Celtics, that, that definitely, I think, put put them in a, a tough spot, um, whereas the Lakers, they, they really, you know, hunkered down and really, you know, focused in and honed in on, you know, um, really running the table for the in-season tournament. And, and a lot of analysts, um, you know, have talked about maybe, you know, the, the bit of the letdown and the, and the focus, you know, because they did complete that goal. But then, you know, there is the larger goal, obviously, of, you know, the rest of the season and the playoffs. And so, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, are talking about, you know, is this a bit of a distraction um, so early in the season and then a bit of a letdown or, you know, kind of like how to frame how to frame the competition of the in-season tournament. I mean, it was great for the fans, love the courts, um, love the competition. You know, some of the rule changes maybe need to be adjusted for next season. But I think it was a good way to kind of like for pl- for players, coaches, and teams to kind of take stock of where they are early on with, with the chemistry and with the personnel and things like that and, and kind of the – you know, um, great things, but then maybe some deficiencies that they can work on as they continue throughout the very long season that, that they had ahead of them. But, um, but yeah, I mean, 
I think overall, I think it was a success. Look forward to seeing kind of like, you know, some of the, you know, way they um, improve and change things for, for next season. But I think overall it was, it was good. Um, and again, congratulations to the Lakers uh, for winning that. And then um, let's talk about the poll results from our podcast um, pr- prior to the um, in-season tournament special edition. So what rookie not named Cheddar Wemby is most impressive um, to you guys? 90% of you said Asar um, Thompson from, from the Pistons. 10% said um, Hawkins from the Pelicans. And nobody um, voted for Hawkins Jr. from the Heat. I think he's been really impressive. Um, and I think he continues to fit pretty seamlessly with what the Heat are trying to do and continues to be a big momentum shifter and, and, and really helped um, kind of keep the Heat in a conversation with Butler kind of in and out of the lineup. Um, Hero sometimes in and out of the lineup. They've had their share of injuries again where they're already kind of like thin as it is with, with the um, departure of Vincent and, and with Struess. So it's um, interesting how he's been able to fit in. And then what young player on the East is most impressive so far? 57% of you said Halliburton, 29 had Maxi, and 14% had Ben Carroll. I mean, you couldn't go wrong with any of them. They've all been stellar um, and been been really um, shining in their roles. I think Halliburton, obviously, as we talked about, you know, getting to the finals of the in-season tournament really elevated his profile but I mean Maxine and Bede have been a great great team together Maxie's really elevated himself um hopefully into a um all-star um nod you know this season and Bancaro same thing I think he's really been um, performing well and the Magic and Coach Jamal really have a lot of great great pieces of the puzzle things that keep continuously working you know it's unfortunate with Wagner um out with an injury um but the rest of the squad, you know, as they can continue to get healthy and play more together and just have that great energy and exuberance, I think um, has really, you know, propelled them into a, a great, um, a great look on the East. And then what Cali team will turn things around quickest? Um, and so you guys uh, said 40 percent, 42 percent of you said 43% of you, excuse me, said the Warriors, um, and then 29 had the Lakers, and 28% had the Clippers. So, I mean, in the short term, when we had this question, um, you know, the Warriors did seem to rattle off a few good games, and then, you know, Draymond's suspension and some injuries, um, you know, throughout uh, with Paul and, and, and some of the other, um, you know, folks. Uh, Steph been in and out of the lineup a little bit, and then Clay's been in a bit of a slump, and Wiggins and yeah, Kaminga Moody, everybody is just not quite quite clicking um, the way um, that Warrior basketball is kind of like known for. So there's a lot to, um, you know, dive into as far as, you know, they've had so many lineup changes, so many issues, um, you know, with what works, what not, what doesn't work offensively. They've had um, a lot of like stagnation and slumps and things like that. So I think this trade talk, um, you know, deadline is really um you know, going to be a bit of a mover. Um, That'll be one of the questions is, you know, what team, um, you know, Lakers, Warriors, and Suns for the West, like what team really is desperately needs to make major moves in order to, you know, raise their um, profile in, in the standings. But I mean, hats off to the Clippers. You know, I think, I think, you know, with that, you know, five to seven, I think, game losing streak they were on when Harden came over um, was definitely, you know, a bit of a, you know, um, head scratcher in the sense that, you know, uh, you have all these great 
you know, players together, but, you know, consistency and chemistry really are two um, under, underrated, um, you know, items for what, what really makes a team great. You know, you need that consistency. You need that chemistry. You can have great, you know, folks on paper. I mean, just ask the Lakers and not really ask the Suns. I mean, you have, you know, some great, great players, you know, on both of those rosters, but, you know, if they're not available in the lineup and they, if they don't have any previous chemistry, um, it, it, it takes a time and it take it takes, um, sometimes longer than others. And, you know, with the NBA being, you know, such, such a short window of opportunity, even though the season's long, but, you know, before people start to get into a bit of a panic mode and needing to make changes because, you know, uh, the windows of opportunity for championship are, are, are shrinking more and more just with, you know, the way the, the game has evolved and changed. So it just depends. And then what young player on the West side is most impressive so far? Um, just a slight edge to uh, Anthony Edwards at 34% and then um, tied at 33% SGA and Shangun. I think, again, um, this, this question, you can't go wrong with any of these, any of these players. I mean, Edwards with, you know, having his squad uh, be the top of the West and right, right, right there, right behind it with SGA and the Thunder um, are right there. And then Shangun, um, I think, has really elevated his profile um, with Coach Ime coming over, um, you know, having some great, you know, defensive um, schemes put in place, having some veterans like Van Vliet and Dylan um, Brooks coming over. I think that's kind of all culminated into um you know where they're at right now um you know they sit at 10th right now but they're they're really great at home they played a um they played the Celtics tough last night in Boston um in the first half but you know kind of sputtered in the second half um you know they're they have a great defensive rating they're right there with Boston but the offensive rating still is kind of kind of needing to get picked up um at this point so and the west is just so tough like I said, uh, who would have thought Minnesota would be, you know, uh, sitting at top, you know, with only 11 losses and pretty much Thunder are right there. They're tied with the same record. And then, you know, the, the defending champs are right there at 27 and 13 with the Clippers and then the Kings and then the Pelicans round out the top six. And then, you know, for the play-in, um, you know, Mavericks have dropped down. They've had some issues with um, Luka being out or and or Kyrie. Kyrie is back. Luka is out. So they've had a lot of, you know, um, major injury, um, you know, for the two major stars there. Um, a lot of a lot of lineup differences and trying to, you know, manufacture um, some defense more so than offense at this point. Um, you, you can pretty much count on about 80 points between Luca and Kyrie on most nights, but where are you going to get the rest of the points and, and how are you going to slow down the other teams? You can't outshoot everybody, although I think a lot of people would love to outshoot everybody, um, but that team still trying to figure out their identity and, you know, personnel-wise, um, really kind of like coming into the season, it was a big head scratcher, like kind of like how is this going to work? I think the Luke and Kyrie part have worked, although again, they haven't really played that many games together. Um, you know, Kyrie went out with a, a longer term injury um, earlier in the season. Now Luke is out with probably a shorter term injury. So they so again, they're they're each you know, kind of starring in their role, but not starring necessarily together. But I think they have had better success in the small sample size we've seen this year from last year. Again, you know, consistency and chemistry is, is a major theme for a lot of these teams that made so many big swings and shuffles. You really don't know, you know, 
like with Bradley Beal joining Kevin Durant in book, I mean, Bradley had back issue, then came back for just a few games, um, turned an ankle, had some, had the ankle rehab, and now now all three of them are back. And in, in, in the small sample size, I've seen all three together. They have looked well. But again, it, it's uh, a lot of, you know, heavy lifting for those three guys, trying to find better quality shots for the other guys when, you know, any, any, th- any one of them can be double and triple team, trying to find that, that balance to get everybody involved. Nurk has been a good um, addition, but, you know, maybe a little bit more aggressiveness on his part, maybe, you know, trying to find that backup big as well when he goes out. Um, things kind of change a little bit if he's in foul trouble or just giving him some rest. So trying to find those lineups for Coach Vogel is, is still um, a bit of an issue. And then, you know, uh, you have Utah sitting at nine. They, they've won like the last five. George has been great as a rookie. You know, Clarkson is great. Clarkson would really be a great addition to kind of go back to the Lakers. I think he's everything that they're kind of looking for to have that, you know, crucial, like, knockdown score. Like, for all LeBron's championships, he's always had, like, great 3 and D guys around him other than, you know, some some superstars that he's always had um, that have played with him. I mean, AD has been phenomenal. We, You know, all the Laker fans have been waiting for AD to step up. You can't say enough about AD this year. And then LeBron at 39 is, you know, contributing, like, at a majorly high level. But, you know, how, how long can he continue to contribute like this? And they're still losing. You know, Austin Reeves has had some inconsistencies. They've had mostly issues with their, their great, you know, lineup that they were able to get in the offseason with with um you know the GM Palenka he did a great job you know getting some great collection of players but injuries have been a major issue and none of them really have played together you know consistently to to give you know a, a big enough sample size to say okay let's let's move on from this person or this person fits with our with our with our schematics and and so on and so forth so you know LeBron and AD are doing their job. You know, Steph Curry at the Warriors is doing his job. You know, KD and Book and, you know, to some extent now that Beal's back are doing their job. But, you know, who who can you continue to surround yourself with, you know, for, for those three teams? That's the big question. And, you know, definitely let me know in, in the um, poll question is, you know, what team, you know, needs to make the biggest trade splash in order to really, you know, bolster their their standings and then you know healing energy up to Ja. he comes back from his his suspension you know is phenomenal in the small small window he was you know available and then you know gets a shoulder you know season ending shoulder injury and then now Bain goes down Jaron Jackson Jr. just had some issues Marcus Smart has continued to have issues so you know the, the Grizzly just can't catch a break and then you have the Blazers and then the Spurs um you know both you know already in rebuilding mode kind of knowing that you know some good flashes with Shade and Sharp and Scoot and and Jeremy Grant on, on the Blazers and then of course Wemby um, has had some great great games Vassell um, they've all had some interesting games with the Spurs as well um, that matchup with um, Wemby and, and, and Giannis was was definitely you know must see TV that was a great great time and then we haven't even really talked about the Pelicans have been surging um, they had that big blowout win against the um, Warriors this past week so that was a good signature game for them and, and they continue to impress um, you know with their with their big three with, with Zai, B.I. And, and CJ, but then you know Trey Murphy, um, Herb Jones, everybody has really been clicking, and this is this is like a January is a great time for them to 
to basically make some great moves. This is this is this is the time that most teams need to make those really like stellar moves in order to set themselves up prior to um, All Star break, and then the the trade deadline is February eighth. So really, this is this is the time to get evaluated. So that's why it's interesting with the Jazz, like you know, clicking right now. It's like, are they are you playing for your next contract? You know, marketing is a, a very hot commodity. I know uh, you know the Warriors are definitely. Um, could use him there and then obviously there's other other places that would, would would love to have him as a as a new addition as well but you know and I I really think Clarkson is is really you know it depending on I'm not sure what his contract situation is but he really would fit in back with the Lakers it's just funny how some things come for full circle but his his skill set right now the way he's developed it would be perfect for the for the Lakers to have that spot up shooter to you know great ball handler spacer um plays fast they they need to play fast and get off to a better start for the lakers that's their been their achilles heel pretty much all season is their blueprint of 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 starting super slow and then having to play from behind you know sga you know definitely should be um you know in some great talks for mvp candidate he continues to shine um, immensely, and then you have Jokic, who just kind of quietly just keeps getting his triple doubles, and you know the team keeps winning. I think they do miss Brucey e. B a bit. Um, you know, Richard Jackson's been been good. You know, they had some issues. Um, you know, Aaron Gordon had 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 a few games out. Jamal still kind of like you know um, pretty much been in the lineup, but you know has been kind of in, in and out. And then you have Fox and Sabonis, who you know they had a great opportunity the other night against um, coming East against the. Sixers, they did. They just seem to be a bit out of sorts. But for the most part, you know, they they're not they're not um, surprising any teams this year. So sitting at five is not bad for them, considering there there was going to be some issues. And then Keegan Murray still kind of like working himself in um, with that back injury, but. You know, they're they're another one that you just kind of just don't know. Like they they can make a really good run in January and set themselves up maybe even higher. The West is totally wide open, especially when you have your perennial three with the the Suns, the Warriors, and the Lakers, who usually you know are occupying you know a top top five, top six slots, and and none of them are you know like Suns are the only ones that are actually like poised to even be in the play-in tournament right now as the standings go. So. All three need to make some major moves. Um, you know, Pajemski and um, uh, Davis um, for the Warriors as rookies has been really solid, and, and they continue to shine. Um, but at, at this point, you know, everybody kind of needs to make some, some major moves in order to continue. And then, you know, are the Wolves really you know for real Edwards has has been phenomenal um Cat has really stepped up Rudy um when he's been in Conley you know um everybody's really um Nas Reed has been instrumental in in a lot of games as well they have a great defensive rating they have some good offense but you know their defense has really been been their anchor and so can they keep that up but also um you know, manufacture some some really good offense um, for a lot of these teams that do play super fast and have, um, you know, a lot of offensive firepower. How are they going to continuously match up? They had like a good thriller against the Celtics um, lost in overtime, you know, in, in Boston, but, you know, played extremely well, extremely tight. Um, for the most part, just ran out of gas towards the um, end of the fourth and into the overtime. Um, just seemed to kind of like, 
you know, sputter a bit, but it's definitely, they're probably like one of the shockers of the season so far, having them sit at one where they were so inconsistent last year, you know, they did, they did play the Nuggets sort of well, um, you know, in the first round, that was an interesting matchup, because they have the tall enough personnel to match up with Jokic, and some of the, um, and Aaron Gordon, and, and so on, but they really taken a good leap, and a lot of that is due to, you know, Anthony Edwards, for sure, um, definitely should be, uh, you know, coming up with all-star this season as well and let's move over to the east um not a lot of huge surprises you know congratulations to the celtics uh, first team to 30 um sitting at number one um you know 19 and 0 at home which is amazing and then you have the bucks and and, the, and then the sixers you know the sixers with with Embiid's injury that's really something to you know um keep an eye on for sure um how how that's going to kind of like manifest itself as as we go through the rest of the season and trying to get him you know healthy and and whole and and really being able to you know withstand that you know the the runs for the end of the season as well as into the playoffs to get him as healthy as possible obviously with their you know eyeing a championship you know coach nurse has has them going well but you know, again, are they, what are they looking for, for, for trade deadline, you know, um, after kind of Harden was able to get moved on to the Clippers and, you know, they got some de- decent pieces back from the Clippers that have, you know, when, when healthy, um, cause a lot of them have been in and out of the lineup when healthy, they've, they've actually helped elevate the profile of the Sixers to, to be a little bit more diversified in, in their scoring and, and continue helping with um, their defense. But they're not they just don't they seem a little lackluster after you get past Embiid and, and, and Maxi and you know Harris has really stepped up in Embiid's um, absence and I think everybody's kind of pulled together but you know how much can you pull together you know as you get to uh, get to the playoffs and when you need you know those buckets and need those stars to really you know shine if you have an alien one like Embiid who does so many you know great things and is so integral to their offense as well as their defense what you know those those lay a lot of questions to be to be you know answered um soon and then the bucks i mean they definitely Giannis, you know calling folks out especially on the you know for for the defensive effort and things like that and that the, those are fair points in the sense that everybody you know needs to pick up their um pick up their assignments and things like that you knew it was going to be a drop-off when when drew left um and and they brought damon um that was no surprise there i think though maybe you know middleton finally just kind of easing back into you know regular form um took maybe a little longer and then you know portis and everybody else they're not quite manufacturing enough maybe offense uh, you know um diversification and then then you have the defensive lapses for sure so you know they they have a lot of questions to be had you know more so on defensive schemes and how to use how to get the most out of the personnel they do have um to to continue to keep that second spot um and then like we talked about the pacers have been a really great um young story um super fast um high high 
high potent um, offense if they just get those defensive stops which you know they just show some flashes of brilliance with with, with the Laker game in the in season tournament and they've showed really great flashes with the Bucks and with the with the uh, Celtics they've had some great matchups there and then um, they just outshot um, the Hawks the other the other day um, that was that was really um, if you love offense that was amazing um, but in another team that's had um, the injury bug and had kind of some inconsistencies is the Cavs. They had that great win in Paris against the Nets with Don um, posting up um, 45. He's had some really flashes of greatness, but he also has been injured and Garland and, and Mobley are still um, injured and, and haven't been you know, returning to the lineup quite yet. So they have some decisions to make too, um, and Coach Bickerstaff. Kind of what is the identity? They brought Struzan. He's been helpful. Um, but, you know, other than that, like, they haven't had um, as as many, um, you know, you know, like, defining statement, defining kind of like what their what their identity is. The Knicks probably have won um, the trade deadline before the, before we even get to the trade deadline with bringing over OG for RJ and for um, IQ um, to the Raptors. And I think that, that, that's a beneficial trade from both sides. OG's been phenomenal um, with the Knicks. And then I think Barrett and Quick have really invigorated the, um, the Raptors um, you know, on that side, on that side as well, you know, and so they, they also need to kind of figure out what their identity is. I mean, they still have Siakam and Siakam um, has been really in, um, as a high profile player in, in a lot of um, trade scenario possibilities, as well as DeShante Murray, you know, Atlanta is really, you know, I'm not sure what they're trying to do over there with with Coach Snyder and Trey. Trey Trey continues to perform. Dejounte performs, but you know they they still are lacking a defensive um, identity. They're still a bit inconsistent, and you know sitting at 15 and 23 and at 11 right now, there's a lot of questions more so than answers that they've had so far through through the season, and there's a lot of um, tough conversations that need to be had about you know where they want to go um, for the season, you know. The Heat at seven, you know, with Bam has been performing phenomenal. Definitely um, looking like a, a true All Star, um, you know, this season and really stepped up in in many facets of the game. Co- congratulations to Coach Spo with his um, you know contract extension, and um, they're another Enigma um, team. It seems like really past the f- top three. You know, I mean, the Knicks were at four at one point um, just a few days ago, you know, had a tough loss to the Mavs, um, but, you know, continue to keep growing. They, to me, DeJounte Murray to the Knicks, you know, really fills that final piece to the puzzle. He's he's a great, you know, two-way player, um, walking bucket when you need it, so can take pressure off of Randall and Brunson, and then can, you know, be a great defensive, you know, centerpiece along with OG for Tibbs. Um, to me, he makes the most sense of going to the Knicks. Uh, I've heard more so talks late, lately with the Lakers or maybe even possibly the Warriors. I would like to see Mikhail Bridges um, and Claxton at the Warriors. I think both of them would be great fits. Um, Nets, they have a lot, uh, like other than Bridges, Bridges, Cam Thomas, and Claxton, I think are three of their shining pieces. And then everybody else I feel like is really great you know, solid role players, but they're all kind of scattered in on one team. So it's like, what do you, what do you do? And how do you, how do you kind of like, you know, either bring in some more diversification um, with like, you know, 
veterans or or you know um but he, they need another star for sure um but you know it might be easier to um you know maybe start over a little bit because at this point they're kind of in limbo and then same thing with the bulls i mean zach levine's name was was going pretty much um pretty consistently to the lakers but now i think they're having more questions like if he's really going to move the needle and then his 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 large contract is really i think you know stopping to me caruso and and damar um to the lakers probably would um, move the needle i think enough um, to I mean Caruso has already fit in with AD and and, and LeBron and, and helped win a championship so you know what you're getting there um, and then I think Demar is a walking bucket he can spread the floor for everybody I think he 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 is that instant offense they absolutely need that spot up shooter mid range he he's he's gotten more threes this season um, than in the past but I think you know, at this point, he's steady. Um, he also could fit in with the Warriors as well. Um, you know, the Warriors really, you know, I think they just need to get a, a really solid second score. So either Siakam, DeJounte, DeMar, somebody needs there. But I mean, Siakam and DeJounte, a little bit taller um, players, especially Siakam, probably would help with that. But then, like I said, if they could get Mikhail Bridges and Claxton. Claxton would satisfy the the height, and he's great rim protector, shot blocker. You know, good um, you know, good alley oop guy. Um, can bring a lot to the to the team. And then Mikhail Bridges is like he's just a solid two way player, and we we've seen since he's been at the Nets that he's absolutely can get you a lot of buckets. At, you know, pretty high volume. He's low maintenance, kind of like the way KD is. So I think he can just fit in anywhere at any time so at, at this point I think that would be a great addition and then with the Hornets Wizards and and Pistons you know I, I don't know it's like at some point with the Hornets you know Lamelo came back had some really good flashes like it seems like the Hawks and the Hornets need maybe need to have like a, a understanding about maybe reevaluation of like you know some of these some of their star players like like Lamelo and like Trey like you know is it time maybe to to trade them for other pieces to like start like a real full on rebuild? Um, because at this point, I'm not sure who you're going to be attracting to both Atlanta and the Hornets. Atlanta has a little bit more uh, more appeal than the Hornets, but at this point, you know who are you attracting that's really going to surround you know two great two great point guards with um it seems like a pretty heavy lifting and then you know with the raptors they have great scotty barnes um you know obviously they're trying to move on i think from siakam and, and just trying to find the right fit with with what they can get back for him and then the wizards are in full-on mood i think tyus jones would be a great fit for the lakers um maybe who's going back to the lakers would be interesting and then you know you have jordan pool not sure kind of like where they're at with that and then the pistons you know they they made a trade today um moving on from bagley from for bagley and stuff but um getting some you know expiring contracts but you know what else can the pistons do Cade's still out um they have some they have some really other great young players but you know what what's the market at this point and what's the direction and what's the timeline for for the pistons because i don't think anybody thought with monty coming over and with all these great young players you know coming back healthy and, and and starting with them i don't think anybody envisioned this um this this tragic start to to the season for them but you know 
it, it, it all remains to be seen. But, you know, the Celtics, you know, hats off to them. You know, Jalen Brown's definitely putting himself in a conversation for, you know, um, defensive player of the year type of um, conversations and definitely all defensive team. He's really stepped up. I think everybody, you know, in the starting five or six, um, however you want to look at it, have all been, you know, over overproducing, you know, in a, in a in the most great way, um, you know, really being team oriented. Cage has been a really great um, surprise too. On the West Coast trip, he was awesome. Um, hopefully, he'll get to see more minutes. Um, Johnson, the rookie in Atlanta, has been really great. Um, and we haven't even really talked too much about the Magic, but um, they they've really you know um, been an exciting team to watch. And like I said, Hawkes Jr. has been great as well as a rookie um, to watch. But you let me know who um, who needs to make that trade deadline um, push the most, um, you know, and then we'll um, we'll have another um, poll question up for you as well. Um, appreciate your time. Thanks for rocking with me, and I'm your host Storm Jenkins. Take care.